This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Belota. For Belota, the key to quality in their planting and tillage parts is the perfect balance between hardness and toughness that is attributed to the 8 million product units they produce every year. Professionals around the world understand that working with Belota products makes their tilling, planting, and seeding work more precise and uniform, producing less breakage and time-consuming steps. Improve profitability with Belota's durable, long-lasting line of products. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt, Welcome to On The Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. ACO is getting into the retail business. The OEM announced its intent to acquire the ag assets of cat dealer Boy Company in Louisville. The wholly owned subsidiary will operate as Ag Revolution and is expected to begin operation on January 1, 2021. According to ACO, the launch of Ag Revolution is a unique situation and the result of Boyd's decision to focus on its core heavy construction equipment business and ACO's commitment to continue serving customers in the area. Though it'll be a wholly owned subsidiary of ACO, Ag Revolution will operate in a manner similar to that of ACO's independent dealerships, according to the company. Ag Revolution plans to operate Boyd's current dealership locations in Columbia and Mayfield, Kentucky, and temporarily share space with Boyd's construction dealership locations in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and Evansville, Indiana. In addition, the new dealership is currently identifying additional permanent locations and building its staff from current Boyd Ag employees, as well as seeking out new employees. Stacey Anthony has been pegged to lead Ag Revolution. He had been the CEO of class dealer Murtech Harvest. Before that, he spent 12 years with John Deere dealer Brandt as the international sales manager. This week's dealers on the move include Pape Machinery and Lansdowne Moody. John Deere dealer Pape Machinery has acquired Washington Tractor's 12 stores in Washington State. Pape now has 35 ag locations throughout Washington, Idaho, Oregon, and California. Kubota dealer Lansdowne Moody has acquired Lavinka Equipment's Kubota dealership operations in Rosenberg and Bay City, Texas. The dealership now has eight Kubota dealerships in Texas. Now here's Ben Thorpe with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. World broadband connectivity plays a major role in precision farming reliability, and recent Spectrum acquisitions by John Deere hint the company could be looking to create dedicated wireless networks for its users. The FCC recently concluded its Citizens Broadband Radio Service, or CBRS, Spectrum auction, where licenses for exclusive access to the CBRS broadcast band were sold. Licenses were auctioned at the county level, and Deere walked away with five licenses worth over half a million dollars. Jeff Johnston, lead communications economist for CoBank, says these licenses represent a significant upgrade over Wi-Fi-based networks. Johnston also says Deere could use these licenses to create dedicated wireless networks, which could be a boost to equipment sales as broadband connectivity becomes more reliable in underserved areas. If Deere is looking at markets today where there's no connectivity, the, the farming market, the community, you know, is not necessarily in any sort of rush to upgrade their equipment because, you know, they can't take advantages of a lot of the, the new technology that's on these equipments because there's just not sufficient connectivity. So if there's areas out there that Deere sees is problematic to sales uh, of new equipment in those markets, what they could theoretically do is say, okay, we recognize that, so what can we do to fix it? Well, we can, again, go out, we can acquire some spectrum, we can build our own fixed wireless networks in these areas, and we can perhaps bundle 
uh, you know, LTE or eventually maybe even 5G connectivity services in these markets with, uh, with our equipment. Johnston adds that the five counties that fall under Deere's licenses remain unknown, but given their high price point, likely contain a high population of wireless users. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. According to the results of Ag Equipment Intelligence's 2020 Dealer Business Outlook and Trends Survey, dealers have significantly increased their estimates for 2020 revenue from what they had been forecasting for the year. Based on the latest survey, 67% of dealers estimate their 2020 new equipment revenue will be up by at least 2%. That's up over 25 percentage points from the 41.7% of dealers in 2019 who forecast 2020 new equipment revenues would be up by at least 2%. Those expecting sales to be up 8% or more saw a significant increase. In 2019, just 3.4% of dealers estimated their new equipment revenues would be up by 8% or more. The 2020 report shows that 35.9% of dealers now estimate their new equipment revenue to be up by 8% or more. Last year, over a third of dealers predicted their 2020 new equipment revenues would be flat. Just shy of 17% of dealers say their current forecast is for flat revenues from new equipment in 2020. The full 2020 Dealer Business Outlook and Trends report will be available to Ag Equipment Intelligence subscribers later this month. The latest Ag Economy Barometer from Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture suggests that farmers are more confident about investing in machinery. The September Farm Capital Index rose to a reading of 73, the highest reading yet in 2020. When asked about their plans for purchasing farm machinery in the upcoming year, compared to a year ago, 11% said they plan to purchase more than in the previous year. This percentage has been on a steady incline since May. While nearly half of farmers plan to keep their equipment purchasing levels at about the same as a year ago, the number who plan to reduce their purchases has been declining over the last several months. In September, 40% of farmers said they plan to purchase less equipment, down from 48% in August and from a high of 65% in May. Overall, the Ag Economy Barometer reading improved by 12 points to 156. The index is up 38 points since July and is 60 points higher than its 2020 low established back in April. The improvement occurred against the backdrop of USDA's September 18th announcement of the second round of coronavirus food assistance program payments for U.S. agricultural producers. The program provides up to $14 billion in additional assistance to agricultural producers determined to have suffered from market disruption and costs because of COVID-19. If farmer sentiment continues on an upward trajectory and if crop yield projections are met, it could mean a solid fourth quarter for farm equipment sales. The Alamo Group reports that they're seeing the effect of several years of pent-up demand and as a result are anticipating improvements in ag equipment sales going forward. Alamo manufactures mowers, rotary cutters, tillage tools, and other equipment for agriculture and infrastructure maintenance. In a note to investors following the Collier's International Securities 2020 Investor Conference, Michael Schlitzky, analyst for Collier's, said his takeaways were positive, especially in ag, although ag fundamentals are not necessarily outstanding. Schlitzky also pointed out that the company had not appreciated the dealer destocking that had been going on over the last few years, but reorder activity is finally picking up. Alamo's latest dealer survey has indicated that the majority believe that their inventories are too low. Alamo Management says social distancing requirements have hobby farmers and homeowners with large acreage focusing on maintenance. The Bushhog Zero Turn business continues to grow and Alamo has been gradually turning around the Dixie Chopper business as well. 
Dixie Chopper had strong brand recognition when it was acquired, but dealers have been starved of inventory and Alamo has been pushing restocking activity. Following the company's second quarter earnings release, Ron Robinson, Alamo Group's president and CEO said, our agricultural division products are holding up a little bit better pace than the industrial segment since the agricultural industry is functioning reasonably well and seems to have less downside since the sector had already been operating at a reduced level for the last several years. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. 